ध्यानात्मनि पश्यन्ति केचिद अन्ने सांख्येन योगेन कर्मयोगेन चापरे सो वन रियलाइजेस दैट सुप्रीम सेल्फ थ्रू मेडिटेशन और थ्रू सांख्य और दे प्रिपेयर देयर माइंड थ्रू कर्मयोग और जस्ट बाय लिसनिंग to the teacher they follow the guidance and they attain the state of realization so there are this uh, two main uh, thing which uh, one has to remember one is the kshetra and another is kshetradnya all are just combination and permutation of these two and these two are really not two they are one only but we will not confuse the matter now so they are kshetra and kshetradnya so kshetra is matter and kshetradnya is consciousness so when that consciousness is associated with matter it becomes the witness of that matter it is the witness of matter but when it identifies with the matter then it becomes the it gets bound gets bound by matter consciousness as though get bound by matter so consciousness associated with one body mind intellect that is one set of matter is uh, that individual from that individual standpoint but the same consciousness is there in all the body mind intellect so that consciousness which is which is seen as the same in all the body mind intellect means all kshetra is also called parameshwar or paramatma and that matter consciousness not associated with matter where there is no matter where it is free from all duality that is the pure consciousness what we call brahma and that is the real nature of the kshetradnya it is the real nature of parmeshwara it is the ultimate reality so one has to through dhyana one has to recognize oneself as this brahma so at present we have the notion that i am the body so i am body aham shariram asmi so i am a body that is the notion now but we have to recognize this i am brahma so the link is i so one has to focus one's attention on that i am so when we focus our attention on i am then i am body this notion gets dropped and i am brahma that recognition realization happens when all false things get dropped then the recognition take place so to focus one's attention on that pure i am is called dhyana meditation if this becomes difficult 
then we have to differentiate between I am and the body and know constantly through this discrimination that I am different and this body and all this mind and all is different. That is called Sankhya. Sankhya is to discriminate between I and not I. This is also if it is difficult, then we have to follow the path of Karma Yoga and purify the mind. Karma Yoga is performing our duties as worship of that God who is in all. If this is also difficult, then we have to just listen to our teacher and just follow his instruction. He says, you sit, you sit, you stand, you stand. So by just listening, we comprehend the truth and we have to just uh, follow. It's like we just uh, see some direction on the road. It says that you, if you want to go to a particular place, it says you turn left. You just turn left. You don't have to sit there, inquire, do research, study all the charts and this and that. It says you turn left, you turn left. Then it says you turn right, you turn right. And then you reach the destination. Similarly, when we do Shravana, we comprehend the truth. So just we have to follow the teaching. So those who do that, they also attain the Supreme. So in this way, Bhagavan says that uh, one who knows, one who recognizes, realizes the truth, he comes to know that that one consciousness alone is is in all the beings. So samam sarveshu bhuteshu tishthantam parameshwaram vinashyatsu avinashyantam yapashyati sapashyati He sees that parameshwar, that one consciousness in all beings. It is that one consciousness is destructible and all these beings miss outer forms. They keep on getting destroyed. But that one consciousness is there in all. So one who gains this vision becomes free, gains that state of liberation. That is said now in the next verse, verse number 28. Samam Pashyan Hisarvatra Samavasthitam Ishwaram Nahinastyatmanatmanam Tatoyati Parangatim Samam Pashyan Hisarvatra Samavasthitam Ishwaram Nahinastyatmanatmanam Tatoyati Parangatim So Samam Pashyan Hisarvatra Samavasthitam Ishwaram So Ishwaram, that consciousness which exists in all equally Samam Samam Samavasthitam Pashyan hi sarvatra, seeing that, that I am, that pure consciousness alone exists in all the beings. It is not separated by space or time or object. It exists equally in all. Just like the light of the sun exists in all the moons which one may see in the sky, 
it exists in the same way. The difference is only in the shape and size of the moon, but the light exists same in all all the moons. Similarly, that consciousness exists same in all, even a tiny little ant. It has got that same consciousness as I experience in myself. So, one who recognizes this through meditation, samam pasyan hi sarvatra samavasthitam ishwaram, such a person becomes free of his association with a particular body, mind, intellect. And thereafter, na hinasti atmana atmanam, such a person doesn't kill or destroy his own self. Doesn't destroy his own self means? See, at present we are identified with our body and consider it as our self. And then after a passage of some time, that body get destroyed, then we pick up another body. So in this way, this false self we keep on killing as though. Also, it is said that a person who is ignorant of the self has uh, destroyed the self. That term is used. That sarve atmahana eva avidvamsaha. Those who are avidvamsaha, those who don't know their self, they have as though killed their self. Because they are not knowing themselves and identifying with something else and that itself is like destroying your own self. I am of the nature of pure happiness, but I seek happiness elsewhere. I am of the nature of peace, but I seek peace everywhere. That is like destroying myself. It's like a very rich person is there who doesn't know about his own richness and he goes and begs here and there. So it is like destroying his own wealth. So that term is used here. Ki the ignorant person destroys his own self, but a wise person, na hinasti, he doesn't destroy his self by the self, because he recognizes his real nature. And once we recognize our real nature, what happens? Tato yati parangatim. Such a person attains the supreme goal. Paramgati attains the supreme goal of liberation. This is the most fantastic uh, goal indicated in all our scriptures. Uh, one is Jivan Mukti, while living in this world itself, one becomes free of all bondage. And uh, even when the body falls off, the person is free. So, Tato Yati Parangati, like great realized masters who have come in this world, while alive they were free, and even when we see their body being dropped, they are free only. So, how they became free? By recognizing their own self. So, our bondage is very strange. It is not actual bondage, but it is created because of ignorance, because of identification. It's like a person watching a movie, identifies with it and gets the experience, good and bad, of the movie. But when we 
dissociate ourselves, we become free. Or like some of these uh, uh, theatres are there, this uh, IMAX and all, you sit there, you feel as though you are in the actual place. So if you are, uh, they are showing uh, uh, roller coaster uh, that uh, ride and all, you feel as though you are also sitting there. Actually you experience it because it is all in the mind. So you identify with it and you feel as though you are going. So if you want to just become free of that, just close your eyes. When you close your eyes, you feel as though nothing is moving, everything is calm and peaceful. But when you open your eyes, you feel as though you are moving. Similarly, now we feel that we are moving, we are changing. It is because of identification. And this identification is uh, lost or negated when we meditate and recognize our own self. So one who recognizes become free. So can you tell something more about how that person gains this freedom? What exactly he sees or knows? That Bhagavan now explains further in the next verse. Prakrityevacha karmani Kriyamanani sarvashaha Yapashyati tathatmanam Akartaram Akartaram sapashyati Prakrityevacha karmani Kriyamanani sarvashaha Yapashyati हाँ प्रकृति एवं कर्माणि क्रियामाणानि सर्वशः प्रकृत्या means by the प्रकृति only all the karmas are performed प्रकृति the unmanifest which alone manifest in the form of the entire क्षेत्र the twenty four तत्वस so if you forget then you refer to your notes if you have forgotten your notes also, then you refer to somebody else's notes. But uh, this which we have seen, Mahabhutanya Hankaraha. So this 24, uh, those uh, elements are there. The five uh, subtle elements, the five gross elements, the five organs of action, the five organs of perception, the mind, the intellect, the ego and the unmanifest. All of them are called Kshetra. But that unmanifest itself is called Prakriti, which is the very support of all these 23. So, Prakriti is also translated as nature. So, everything happens according to the nature's law. Bhagavan says everything happens according to the natural laws. All that happens in the physical world and all that happens in the so-called living world happens according to the physical laws only. Therefore, science is trying to find these laws only. All happens according to the physical laws. 
See, before human being came into on this earth or before life happened, whatever we talk about the creation, this and that, are all according to the physical laws only we try to understand. Or even, suppose some objects is there, the watch is there, how it functions, we try to understand it with the physical laws only. Or how our mobile function, it functions according to the physical laws. Similarly, but only problem is we consider physics, uh, physics or call matter as only of these five, Akash, Vayu, Agni, Jal, Prithvi. But Vedanta says even your senses are matter, even your mind is matter, even your intellect is matter, even the impressions which are there in the your memory and all that is also matter. So everything is matter and other than matter is this consciousness. Consciousness doesn't perform any action. All action happen in matter. That is a very important point which we can comprehend when we are in the state of meditation. We can witness the matter functioning by itself and you are just the witness. It's like when you are watching a cinema in my childhood, I remember we used to watch that uh, some movies and all, then get so excited that if some some action is happening there, we also used to do that action sitting on the seats. I don't know whether you have done such foolish things, but we have done. You're done? Okay, very good. So I'm not alone. So, <laughs> but even if you don't move and all, you find the action is still happening there. You are just an onlooker. You are just a witness. Similarly, just like our breathing, you don't do anything, just observe. You will find breathing happens automatically. Similarly, thinking also happens automatically. Deciding also happens automatically. Everything follows rules and regulations of your memory, this, that and everything. So, prakritya evacha karmani kriyamanani sarvashaha. In all ways, every possible ways, all actions are performed only by prakriti. Then what do I do? I am the witness. I am the witness. When I identify with this prakriti, I feel I am the doer. Then whatever happens in prakriti, I feel is happening to me. But really speaking, I am just the witness of this prakriti. So one who yapashyati, he who sees this through that state of meditation, through knowledge, one who sees the yapashyati and tatha atmanam akartaram and he sees himself as not the doer, akartaram atmanam pashyati. Such a person who sees this Sapashyati, he alone sees, he alone knows, others do not know, others ignorantly think we are the doer. Hmm. Through ignorance we think we are the doer. So when through knowledge one comes to recognize oneself, one comes to know that I am not the doer. The doing happens in Prakriti only. I am not the doer. This is this is the state of the jnani. 
this is the state of the realized master hmm this very difficult to comprehend this state but just accept it at present and then contemplate on it so prakritya evacha karmani kriyamanani sarvashah everything is done by the prakriti only and i am just the observer the the witness the i the pure consciousness is merely the witness of this all this show so prakritya evacha karmani kriyamanani sarvashah yap pashyati tathatmanam akartaram sapashyati and one who sees myself as akartaram not a doer bhagwan says he alone sees and when a person sees this becomes free then he leaves the samsara goes home it is our state of freedom further bhagwan says yada bhuta prathak bhavam ekastham manupashyati tata eva cha vistaram ब्रह्मसंपद्यते तदा यदा भूत पृथक भावम हाँ द सेम स्टेट ऑफ रियलाइजेशन इज एक्सप्लेन यर इन अनदर अनदर लैंग्वेज He says, "Yada bhuta prathak bhavam ekastham anupashyati." When a person sees, he recognizes what bhuta prathak bhavam, the variety of beings who are there, all of them, one who sees in one, one who sees them in his own self. Say at present, I feel that I am here in this body. You are there. World is there. Hmm. but when i shift my vision to my real self then i come to know that i am not in the world but world exist in me i don't exist in the world but it is the other way around the world exist in me such a marvelous thing when i am dreaming i feel i am in the dream when i wake up i know dream was in me nobody has to tell you you don't have to meditate for that you don't have to do anything no conviction is required but when i am dreaming no one can prove to me that the dream is in me i will say pagal ho gaya hai but when i wake up instantly i know that the entire dream exist in me was existing in me so similarly one who recognizes the self comes to know that all beings exist in me it's like uh, again that uh, example of the moon so lots of moon you can imagine in the sky and the light of the sun is falling on all the moons so if i am only identified with one particular moon i am the light who is identified with one particular moon 
will feel that there are so many moons, other moons, my brother moon, my father moon, my neighbor moon, my enemy moon. But when I shift my attention from the moon to the light, and from the light also to that light which is free from all objects, and ob- and look at it, look at the whole thing, then I will suddenly realize it is I alone am there in all the moons. In fact, all the moons exist in me. From the standpoint of the light, all moons exist in that light. Similarly, when one realizes the self, one comes to know that all beings exist in me. Yada bhuta prathak bhavam, the separate beings, ekastham anupashyati, sees in one, that self alone. And tata evacha vistaram, and from that self alone, everything has emerged, everything is born. The entire world has come from my own self. The pure witness, the pure consciousness, from that alone everything has come, everything exists in it, and everything merges back into it. This is not just uh, some theory, but this is the realization of one who recognizes his own self. So, tata evacha vistaram, when one sees this, everything in me, and everything has emerged from me, when, when one realizes this in the state of meditation, not just theoretically knowing, not just uh, by hurting some mantras, but actually recognizing, actually seeing such a person, Bhagavan says, Brahma Sampadyate Tada, then at that time or that moment, when that realization happens, that person attains Brahma. That is called attaining Brahma. That is called realizing Brahma. Realizing Brahma means that the entire world is in me and everything has emerged from me. It's just a standpoint is changed. The, the shift is made in our, our looking. We just have to shift from where we are looking. So when we shift our vision, see at present we are looking through our eyes. Then we have to identify with the mind. Then we have to shift our vision to our intellect. Then we have to shift our vision to the consciousness. And from that consciousness to the pure consciousness, when one comes to comprehend that, we'll know that I am there in all and everything is there in me. This seems to be very fantastic. It is fantastic. And for that, the only way, only help which we can gain is through that I only. I am is the path, is the only doorway to that truth. If you hold on to that I, it will take us to that truth. In fact, when we go holding on to that I, we go to its source, we recognize the truth. When we go away from the source, that I itself will lead us into samsara. It's a one way. It's one road. If you walk in one direction, 
you reach your ultimate destination. Walk in the other direction, we are in samsara. It's like the circle and the center. And there is a radius. So if you are somewhere in between this radius, suppose you move away from the center, then you can go to infinity where you will reach, there is no end to it. You will go and always you will be on the circumference. Wherever you are, you will be on the circumference. Maybe a bigger and bigger circle. You will be on a larger and larger circle. But on the same road, if you take a reverse uh, route, then you will reach the center. And once you reach the center, there is no more anywhere to go. You have reached the destination. From there you will know that everything has come from here and everything merges into this. So similarly through meditation, we have to take this inward route. Try, hold on to that eye and try to find out the, the, the place from where it is born, from where it is emerging. Become intensely conscious of consciousness. Uh, just be conscious of the consciousness itself. Not of any thoughts, not of any mantra. Tantra, Japa, breathing, form, color, music, dance, nothing. Just become aware of this consciousness itself. For those who find it difficult, then some all these props are given. Like little children when they go to nursery class and all, lot of, lot of what you call those toys and all are given to them. Because to keep them busy, you need to give them something. Otherwise, they will shout and cry and do big halla. So, unko ball, bat, ye, wo, sab de de. And the nursery teacher will be sitting there looking at them and all. And at the end of the session, she has to collect all the toys. That time they start crying actually, like anything. Then again, next day the children come. Again, lot of toys are given to them. Similarly, in the name of meditation, lot of uh, so-called meditation teachers, they give lot of toys to people. Hold on to this, yes, Maharaj. Keep on looking at this, yes. Keep on looking at the, some star, what you call, light, or some mantra, or some breathing, or some body, or some color, flower, music, dance. But here Bhagwan says, all these are outer, uh, your toys. Just focus your attention on that I am, on your own, that on this consciousness itself. That will take you to your source. Toys will not take you to your source. Toys will take you to nursery class only. Toys will take you in the world itself. So, Bhuta Prathak Bhavam Ekastham Anupashyati Tatayevacha Vistaram Brahma Sampadyati Tada So, when we see everything in me and when we see everything has emerged from me, then realize that you have attained that Brahma. Further, Bhagwan says, 
ಅನಾಗುಣತ್ವಾಯ ಶರೀರಸ್ಥೋಪಿ ಕೌಂತೇಯ ನಕರೋತಿ ನಿಪ್ಯತೆ ಅನಾಗುಣತ್ವಾಯ ಶರೀರಸ್ಥೋಪಿ ಕೌಂತೇಯ ಹಾ ಪರಮಾತ್ಮ ಅಯಂ ಅವ್ಯಯ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸೇ ದಿಸ್ ಪರಂ ಆತ್ಮ ದಿಸ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಸಿ ದಟ್ ದಟ್ ಕಾನ್ಶಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಎಸ್ ಅ ವಿಟ್ನೆಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಒನ್ ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಮೈಂಡ್ ಇಂಟೆಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಲ್ಡ್ ದಟ್ ಆತ್ಮ ಅಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಸೇಮ್ ಕಾನ್ಶಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ when it becomes the witness of all the bodies it becomes the witness when it knows that i am the witness of the entire cosmos that is called the param atma the pure consciousness hmm bhagwan says that pure consciousness is avyah avyah means indestructible unchanging there is no vaya there is no uh, it doesn't perish it doesn't decay there is no change in that consciousness it is not confined or it is not bound by time time doesn't touch it time is a concept of the mind time is also part of this world changes can happen in time but this time doesn't touch that parmatma so paramatma ayam avyayah why it is avyayah two reasons bhagwan gives here there are many reasons anaditvat one is it is anadi because of its being anadi anadi means causeless beginningless that parmatma has got no cause no beginning that which has got a beginning has got an end also that which begins undergoes modification and then dies also but that parmatma is beginningless means there is no modification in it it doesn't undergo any modification any change it is nirgunatvat also because it is free from all gunas no there is no quality in that paramatma see if there is some quality like for example something has got color that color may fade certain qualities if they are there then there might be change qualities but in paramatma there are no gunas there is no sattva gun rajogun tamogun all qualities belong to prakriti only not to the purusha not to that parmatma so anaditvat nirgunatvat paramatma ayam parmatma avyayah this parmatma that is my own self is avyayah it is unchanging it doesn't undergo any change 
millions of worlds may come and dissolve or exist and dissolve into it it remains in unchange all time and factor appear in the world like in our dream as soon as we dream there is a dream time also if someone asks you what is the time you will give the time of your dream you might go to sleep at night let us say you go to sleep at 12 o'clock then somebody asks you in your dream hey, what's the time you say oh it is 2 o'clock in the afternoon 2 o'clock in the afternoon yeah sun so bright and bright sun i am perspiring like anything is so bright and all i feel hurt my eyes are also hurting and you are talking to that person and that person just pushes you and you wake up and you check the time it is 12:15 at night so just now you it was so bright and brilliant and now you are in the dark room and it is just midnight so the time in the dream doesn't touch the waking time but waking time also has got its own time but parmatma is beyond time akal satshri akal it is beyond time it doesn't get affected by any time therefore anaditvat nirgunatvat parmatma ayam avvayaha sharirasthopi though it appears to be in the body that parmatma consciousness appear to pervade the entire body every little pore of our body is pervaded by that consciousness you prick any portion of your body you feel the pain the consciousness is there in our body it is there in our senses in the mind in the intellect which makes it alive it is like the wire in which the current is flowing it is making the whole wire alive or when we heat an iron rod the whole iron rod starts shining like fire but if you uh, uh, let it cool then the fire disappears and only the iron rod is there that iron rod doesn't have any fire but when the fire it gets associated it appears to be totally filled with that fire similarly that consciousness is existing in the entire body in the entire world sharirasthopi konteya though existing in the body and though the body is constantly acting functioning but that consciousness na karoti it doesn't do anything it is a non doer it doesn't do anything there is no doing there is no activity happening in consciousness if activity was happening in consciousness it would have also become inert only it would have been an inert object no activity happens in consciousness but because of the presence of consciousness all everything seems to be happening and whatever is happening is happening in prakriti so sharirastho pikanteya 
करोति न लिप्यते इट डजेंट डू एनीथिंग देर फोर डजेंट गेट बाउंड बाय द रिजल्ट्स ऑफ एक्शन आल्सो सो नाइदर इज इट इज द डूअर नॉर द एंजॉयर ऑफ द रिजल्ट्स ऑफ एक्शन दैट इज दैट प्योर कॉन्शियसनेस दैट इज आई दैट इज आई एज माई रियल नेचर दैट इज हु आई एम that is who you are and there is a pull towards it whatever desires whatever ambition whatever thing we have it is a indirect pull towards our own self all of us we want to exist because we are of the nature of existence all of us want to know because we are of the nature of knowledge all of us we want to be happy because we are of the nature of happiness so it is a consciousness itself is is as though pulling ourself to ourself we have identified with the body mind intellect so there is a there is a strong desire or inner pull to go back to our own state so sharirastho pikanteya na karoti na lipyate do consciousness is there in the body pervading everything it neither does anything nor get attached to any karma phala can you explain this with an example bhagwan says yes there is this drishtanta an example yatha sarvagatam sokshmaya आकाशम नोपलिप्यते सर्वत्रावस्थितो देहे तथात्मानोपलिप्यते यथा सर्वगतं सौक्ष्म्यात आकाशम नोपलिप्यते हाँ यथा सर्वगतम आकाशम सौक्ष्म्यात न उपलिप्यते जस्ट एज आकाश स्पेस स्पेस इज वन देर आर नो टू थ्री स्पेस देर इज ओनली वन स्पेस we seem to divide the space and all with our walls and all but even in inside the wall there is space in fact we don't divide space but we just create obstacle for ourselves walls are obstacle to ourselves only so that we don't go from one one place to another it is not an obstacle to the space we divide ourselves by our walls because inside the wall also space is there and outside the wall also space is there so we have not divided the space space is one space is subtle sukshma and all pervading sarvagatam everywhere space the entire cosmos when we observe billions and billions of stars and those so many galaxies and all all of them seem to exist in space vast space 
in fact the space is so much that the matter which is there in space is compared to space is tiny little even our even if you see one tiny little atom that uh, nucleus is there and the the what you call that electrons are moving around it new the neutron the proton and the electron which is moving that and so much space is there in between that mass is there in neutron proton and all the electron is moving far away if you just enlarge the whole thing if the if the nu- nucleus is uh, here what you call uh, at this particular place then the electron must be moving there where the india gate is so much distance empty space is there the entire cosmos lot of space matter is very less anyway that is a different story but the space is so subtle and all pervading but it remains untouched by this matter in the sense for example this uh, flower it is there in space here huh? but when i leave the space doesn't hold it it is untouched space doesn't hold it neither hold the gross earth nor it does hold fire water air everything moves there and all it is not uh, attached to anything hmm. it is unattached na upalipyate but everything exist in space all this matter exist in space and it uh, has got its movement in space in the same way this is just an example bhagwan gives that atma is also like space just imagine the atma as space and it exist in the entire body sarvatra avasthito dehe atma exist in the entire body like space but na upalipyate but doesn't get attached to the body see let us say you have a pot empty pot in that empty pot there is space and outside also there is space so you take that empty pot from this one place and move it to the other place again you see ha huh, it is totally uh, packed huh? that pot is closed and from here you move it there so when you move it there the space which was here same space goes there yeah so the little block of this space goes there and here empty space is left no wherever it goes there is space there you understand it is not that the space moves with the pot the pot moves in space this very careful huh interesting na so space doesn't move in the pot sitting in the pot the space doesn't move the pot moves in space similarly this body is like pot the body moves in atma the atma doesn't move in the body but at present we are identified with the pot so much 
that when we move, we think Atma is moving. When we sit, we think Atma is sitting. When we walk, we feel Atma is walking. It is not. It's the body. Body exists in the self. The self is all pervading. It not only exists in the body, it exists outside the body. It is all pervading. But our identification is so strong with the body that when we sit, we feel I am sitting. When the body is sitting, Atma is felt to be sitting. When body is walking, we feel Atma is walking. Atma doesn't walk. It doesn't sit. It doesn't fly. It doesn't die. It is not born. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't see anything. It is just pure presence. Na upa lipyate. It is not attached. It remains detached. Sarvatravasthito dehe tatha atma na upalipyate. So this drishtanta, uh, this example is very powerful. One can, uh, all these shlokas actually are to be used for our contemplation. And once we contemplate, we comprehend. Then what we comprehend, we have to meditate on that. We have to understand it, meditate on it. Hmm. Suppose we, we, uh, we, what you call, we read in the book that uh, above your head there are these uh, hairs hmm? and they are soft. You read on the book. On your head you have hairs which are soft. Very nice. Then you take down notes. Then you do this. But what you have to do after reading it, you understand what it means. And after understanding, you have to touch and actually feel it. That's called meditation. Actually experiencing it. Not just leaving it at that. Similarly, when it is said, I am the witness of all activity, then be the witness and witness the activity. When it is said, I am like space, then recognize yourself as space and look at the whole world as existing in you, like all this matter existing in this space. So, yatha sarvagatam sokshmyat akasham na upalipyate sarvatravasthito dehe tatha atma na upalipyate. So, just as space doesn't get contaminated by matter, it remains unattached, untouched. Similarly, Atma, also like space, though existing, seem to exist in this body, is not touched by the body, not touched by the mind or the senses or the, or the thoughts and all. It remains constantly, ever uncontaminated. If this example is, is uh, not sufficient, then Bhagavan gives one more example. He says, Yatha prakasha yatekaha Krishnam lokam imam ravihi Khetram khetri tatha krishnam 
प्रकाशयति भारत यथा प्रकाशयत्येक कृष्ण लोकमेमृवि हाँ दिस इज द एग्जाम्पल विच वी हैव बीन यूजिंग फ्रॉम द बिगनिंग कि यथा प्रकाशयति एक कृष्ण लोकम इमं रवि यथा रवि रवि इज द सन रवि द सन एक इट इज वन एंड इमं कृष्ण लोकम एंड दिस होल वर्ल्ड this entire world means on this earth the entire our world ekam ravihi prakashayati it illumines the world just as one sun illumines this entire earth this entire world similarly this one kshetri that is the kshetradnya the paramatma that pure consciousness is also one it is not 2 3 4 5 though the sun is one it appears to be 2 3 4 5 if you look into the uh, mirror or in the water bodies it appears as though there are a lot of suns see the earth is so large and we are so small we go here and there we look at the sun it appears as though everyone is looking at some other sun because every place the sun appears to be different the locality is different the sun appears to be different also the reflection of the sun in various reflecting media appears to be different but it is the sun is one similarly the kshetradnya the pure consciousness the pure i am is one and remaining one it illumines what kshetram the entire body not only one body but illumines all the bodies kshetram kshetri tatha krishnam prakashayati bharata he bharata he arjuna arjuna's name was bharata that this uh, one atma illumines all the bodies everything is illumined by that one consciousness alone and this is the fact this is the truth this is what we are it is not what we have to become this is what we are this is not a choice that okay i can be this or that also but this is what we are so kshetram kshetri tatha krishnam prakashayati bharata so this light is also very strange that light by itself cannot be seen the light of the sun if it is just in empty space it cannot be seen it cannot be perceived but when there is some object then that light becomes visible hmm? otherwise it is not seen similarly that pure consciousness pure brahma is beyond name beyond form 
beyond all qualities, beyond all description, that is Brahma. But when that same Brahma, the light of that Brahma falls on this body, then that light is seen as Atma, as I, as I am. And that I am is illumining this particular body. But when we focus our attention on that I am, and we drop all our identification with this body, just focus on that I am, then we will experience ourselves as this formless, nameless, pure light of consciousness. See, consciousness, though cannot be compared with anything, but in our scriptures it is often compared with light, and it is also compared with space. Therefore, chit, it is called chit, so chit akash. So it is compared with, it is like space, it is not space, it is like space. Also, it is like light. It is not light, it is like the light, light of consciousness. So, kshetram kshetri tatha krishnam prakashayati bharata. So, thus Bhagwan, after explaining the whole thing, he concludes in the next verse. Kshetra kshetradnya yorevam Antaram tnyana chakshusha Bhuta prakriti mokshancha Ye vidoryanti te param Kshetra kshetradnya yorevam Antaram tnyana chakshusha Bhuta prakriti mokshancha Ye vidoryanti te param so whatever was discussed in this entire chapter, briefly Bhagwan mentions in this verse, he says that ye, they who, whoever they might be, the seekers, doesn't matter man, woman, young, old, whatever be their background, the seekers, who, uh, vidu who, who comes to know, who come to recognize, seekers who recognize, realize, who come to see, how, jnana chakshusha, by the vision of wisdom, which they have acquired through the teacher, through the study, we acquire the vision of wisdom. See, jnana means this knowledge, wisdom, it gives us a vision to look, way to look. Knowledge helps us to look, to see at the right place. Therefore, knowledge is required before we can meditate. So, when we have knowledge, we can meditate properly. Knowledge gives vision. So, jnana chakshusha, with the vision of knowledge, when a person comprehends what? Kshetra, Kshetradnya Yoho Evam Antaram. The difference between Kshetra and Kshetradnya. That is the topic 
which was started here and the whole truth is explained through this. So one who understands what is Kshetra and one who understands what is Kshetradnya with the vision of wisdom. The Kshetra is all matter and this matter is further, the contents are explained as 24. And this Kshetra, these 24 contents are there in the entire world also. The entire world is made up of 24 contents, parts. It is there. Wherever you go, only the, only where the life is there, then you will find other contents. Otherwise only the five main things are seen. Akash, Vayu, Agni, Jal, Prithvi. But where life is, that consciousness start expressing as life, there you will find the presence of the senses. Some creatures, they will have one sense, some will have two, some will have three, some will have four. Then even at a higher uh, evolution, there will be the presence of mind. Then you will see the presence of intellect. Then the refined intellect. Hmm? Ability to become aware of this awareness, to be to be a witness, ability to witness and that is there in a human being and the ability to be aware of this awareness itself. So this this consciousness and this matter, Kshetra and Kshetradnya evam yo Kshetradnya yoho evam antaram as explained here the difference of Kshetra and Kshetradnya one who understand jnana chakshusha. Also, one who understand bhuta prakriti. Part of the kshetra is this prakriti, the avvekta, which has, which alone manifests as all these various parts, as all the manifested world has come from this prakriti only. But this prakriti, since it is seen, it is being aware by the consciousness, it depends on the consciousness. This is a subtle point. The that which is seen, it depends on the seer. The object depends on the subject. Even now, actually in the field of science, slowly, if you go into a subtler science like quantum mechanics and all, they say the, the perceiver is very important to comprehend that which is perceived. Some complex actually, I really don't understand this quantum mechanics, but there they have said that the subject, one who is seeing, he can, he can change that. It, the what he sees depends on the one who is seeing it. It's quantum mechanics. The world, whole world, will is moving according to what the seer is seeing and what the seer is choosing. It's quite a interesting, uh, uh, interesting thing. So the what is seen, we are witness. I, the consciousness, is witness of this prakriti. But is the prakriti real? Is the prakriti a solid reality? says no, it depends on the seer. Its existence 
cannot is not independent its existence is not independent its existence depend on the seer just like dream dream cannot exist independent of the dreamer the dreamer and the dream they go together but when one wakes up only the dreamer wakes up the dream doesn't wake up the dreamer wakes up suppose the dreamer is dreaming that i am holding an elephant in a dream you can hold anything so just imagine you are holding a huge baby elephant on your head and you are dreaming you are carrying it somewhere and suddenly you wake up you alone wake up baby elephant is left behind only you cannot carry it in your waking state why because it was depending on you you have given you have removed your support so it it has it has gone mulla nasruddin once he dreamt and his neighbor came to him in his dream and he told him that oh i had taken 500 rupees from you and i am returning it please take this he gave him the 5 rupee 500 rupee note mulla nasruddin said you had taken 1000 from me you gave me 1000 i won't take 500 you give 1000 only and he was arguing when he was arguing suddenly he woke up and he saw no 500 rupee note nothing 1000 so he was very sad his wife asked him why you are sad he said my neighbor was giving me 500 at least i should have taken it <laughs> but whether he had taken or not taken it would not have come with him because it doesn't have an independent existence its existence depended on the seer of the dream similarly the existence of this world depends on the seer of the world and the ultimate seer is that pure consciousness it depends on the ultimately it depends on that pure consciousness so when i exist only as the pure consciousness the world gets swallowed into me but as a play if i want to see the world i can see the world i can experience the world as a play as a drama happening in front of me like bhagwan krishna when he looks at the world for him it is the whole drama happening in front of him and whenever he doesn't want to see that drama he closes his eyes like lord shiva when he wants to see the drama he sees when he doesn't want he just so shiva or krishna is that pure consciousness and in front of it only as though the whole drama is going on therefore this whole thing is called leela leela means play so one who sees this bhuta prakriti moksham one who sees the freedom from this uh, prakriti and its creation of all this uh, world by understanding that it is all an illusion all a perception all a play one who sees this through the eye of wisdom 
भगवान से ते यांति परम दे एटेन द सुप्रीम दे एटेन द सुप्रीम सो व्हाट इज रिवील्ड हियर इज वेरी सब्लाइम टॉप द क्रीम ऑफ ऑल द उपनिषद्स of all that is said in all the scriptures the very sar bhagwan has given in this in this chapter actually ekdam cream isse aur zyada kuch nahi hai nahi nahi humko aur zyada chahiye zyada yahi you if you hold on to this you reach your destination so the train i have told you which train you have to catch i am train just sit in that train and go to its source and you will reach your destination who said the realized master said bhagwan ramana maharshi says it um nisargadatta maharaj says it yog vashishta says it शंकराचार्य जी से जिस को हम कथम इतम जातम हु एम आई एंड फ्रॉम वेर आई हैव कम इंक्वायर कस्तम को हम कुता आयात का मे जननी को मेंतात परिभाव सर्वसारम विश्व त्यक्वा स्वप्न विचारम सो भूत प्रकृति मोक्षंच ये विदु yantite param so those who understand the illusoriness of prakriti those who understand the difference of kshetra and kshetrajna such with the eye of wisdom they attain the supreme so thus bhagwan has given the very essence of all the scriptures in this chapter so there is a sankalpa vakya we'll chant that om tatsad ite shrimad bhagavad gita su upanishad su brahma vidyaya yoga shastre श्री कृष्णार्जुन संवादे क्षेत्र क्षेत्रज्ञयोगो नाम त्रयोदशोध्याय ओम तत्सत दस भगवान सेज आई मीन इट इज सैड यकल्पवाक्य इति श्रीमद् भगवद गीता सु दस इन दिस भगवद गीता उपनिषद सु विच इज अ उपनिषद भगवद गीता इज इक्विवेलेंट टू उपनिषद उपनिषद सा द रिवेल्ड स्क्रिप्चर द अल्टीमेट ऑथॉरिटी अबाउट सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन ब्रह्म विद्यायाम इज रिवेल्ड ब्रह्म विद्या द नॉलेज ऑफ ब्रह्म योग शास्त्रे also the science of attaining this knowledge of brahma and realizing our own self it is revealed in the form of a dialogue between bhagwan krishna who is the yogeshwar krishna yogiraj he is the one realized master established in this truth 
and Arjuna, the disciple, in the form of a dialogue, Kshetra Kshetragne Yoga Nama. The name of the chapter is Kshetra Kshetragne Yoga. Because that it is revealed through this, uh, explaining the Kshetra and Kshetragne. Trayodasho Dhyayaha, the 13th chapter. In our uh, Indian uh, thing, 13 number is not considered bad. So Western and all this, 13, 13, Bapri, 13 is so beautiful. But here 13 gives you the technique by which you can become free of samsar. So it's the most uh, fascinating uh, chapter which has come to the conclusion here. But our yadnyas have not concluded, our study of Bhagavad Gita has not concluded. In this chapter, Bhagavan talked about the gunas. Bhagavan talked about prakriti. Bhagavan talked about the purusha. So the prakriti with all its gunas are explained in much more detail in the next verse. Because our body, the mind, the intellect, everything which is made of prakriti has got these three gunas. So the play of these three gunas, Sattvagun, Rajagun, Tamogun, when we understand, we will understand that everything is happening according to the uh, laws of nature, according to these laws of Prakriti. And that pure consciousness is merely witness. It is just witnessing. I am just watching this play. While watching I get so much identified, I feel I am the player. So how that Prakriti with its gunas play this game of life is shown very beautifully in the next chapter. So this chapter is concluded. We will chant two verses just to indicate that we will study it. Doesn't mean that khatam hoge chalo band karke rakh dete hai. श्री भगवान वाच इदम शरीरम कौंतेय क्षेत्रमित्य विधियते एतद यो वेत्तितं प्राहुः Kshetratnya iti tadvidaha Kshetratnyam chapimam vidhi Sarvakshetreshu bharata Kshetrakshetratnya yotnyanam Yattatnyanam matam mama Yattatnyanam matam mama Harihi Om Om Tat Sat